0: I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas Podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the Badass Mother Podcast. This episode is coming out on Christmas. So if you're listening to it on the day that it came out, Merry Christmas. I hope that you are having a beautiful day and really feeling all the love and magic of this time of year. I think the older I get and the more money I make, the more that I'm like, can we just like delete the gifts or give each other like really small little gifts and just focus on the feeling? of this holiday. I think it is so special. I just love the feeling of love and magic that I choose to feel this time of year. So I hope you're all enjoying that and enjoying looking at beautiful trees. My office overlooks the room that has our trees, so I have a beautiful view of our tree and I'm feeling very festive over here. Today, I am talking to you about the six rules of failing. I have been thinking about failing a lot this year. Both of my coaches talk about failure a lot. And this idea that failure is how we get to success. That a lot of us think that we try something and it either works or it doesn't. And that means that our business either works or it doesn't. And people who are truly successful, they know that you try something and you get data. And then you hone your strategy to try again. And the more things you try, whether they're working or not, whether they're failing or winning, you gain so much information to move forward. Something that I've really started to love to do is read biographies and autobiographies of either really well-known, successful people or CEOs in general just to see all of the things that they failed at, all of the things that they tried that didn't work. It's absolutely fascinating. Right now, I'm reading a book that's actually a fictional book. But it is about, a little bit about Thomas Edison. And there was this quote in the book. Let me pull it up. I didn't even plan to um, to read this out loud, but it just occurred to me while I was recording. This is a Thomas Edison quote. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. And I think that attitude and approach to our businesses is what separates the people who really make it from the ones who really don't. And I think it's so unfortunate that like, we just aren't taught this. Like we're taught that failure is bad and failure is like, it doesn't work. And we're taught this idea of it either works or it doesn't. So Today I want to talk to you about the way that I think about failure and give you six different guidelines for failing that will really serve you going into the next year as you are pursuing big goals. Number 1 is don't judge yourself. This is truly like the number 1 rule of failing. This is the most important rule of failing is that when you try something and you get a result the way that you think about that result will determine the next results you get. So when you try something and it doesn't work the way that you wanted it to, the judgment that you have towards it and towards yourself and the bad feelings you feel are not going to create more wins, they're going to create more fails and not good fails, not fails that you can learn from, fails that you're gonna to continue to feel terrible about. So you have to have a zero tolerance policy for judging yourself when you fail. That simply can't be a part of the equation. It's almost like when, I love this analogy for failure, when your baby is learning to walk Each time the baby falls, instead of walking, we aren't like, look at you. You're a big failure. We knew you couldn't do that. You suck. Like we don't berate the baby. And we also don't think like this baby is never going to walk. They just tried once, it didn't work, they're never gonna be able to walk. Like We don't have that attitude. And what I love about this analogy is it's so ridiculous, right? Like none of us would be like that with our baby. We're like, yeah, try again. This is part of the process. You fall a bunch before you learn to walk. And even then, after you learn to walk, sometimes you still fall. It's just kind of being a human. So remember, when you're trying things in your business and when they don't work, You are a baby learning to walk. Do not judge yourself. If you learn nothing else from this podcast, that is what I want you to take away, that adding judgment and shame and beating yourself up on top of your failures is complete sabotage. And when you allow yourself to just fail and you feel love and compassion, you can actually continue to make progress forward. Second rule. Don't make it mean you can't hit your goals. So many of us make a failure mean that we can't hit our goals. Amazing story that comes to mind as I think about this example is from my coach. When she launched the most recent version of our mastermind, she had this whole email sequence set up and a couple days in, she was like, this isn't really getting the results that I thought and that I wanted, something is off, and instead of making this mean, well, I'm never gonna be able to do this, this isn't gonna work, she troubleshooted because she was like, I'm definitely still gonna hit my goal, so how can that still be possible? She ended up rewriting her emails in the sequence, getting completely different results from the new emails. And after she told us this story, I went back and I read all the emails and I tried to see if I could see the shift and I totally did. And I actually remembered when I was receiving those emails, the first few emails, I was like, eh, I don't feel really inspired by these emails, but I'm already committed to being in the mastermind. And so I'm applying anyway. And then the last part of the week, I was like, yes, I love this, I love the vibe of all of these emails, they're so spot on, which is normally how I feel when I read her stuff. So don't make a failure mean that you can't hit your goals, even if you're mid launch, if you're somebody who does a launch, it's totally fine to say, I'm not getting the results I want, what's going on here from like a totally neutral, like scientist perspective, not a self-judgment perspective. And also, sometimes you just try things and they don't work. A couple years ago, when I did my very first New Year's planning webinar, I had like 20 or 30 people register, and they were all my friends and family, (laughs) and none of them were like potential clients. And then nobody turned up live, no one showed up live. And the more that I think about this, the more that I feel so inspired by my willingness to keep going. I felt like for me, that was an actual turning point where I had been in business for almost a year and had like one or two clients and really hadn't had any consult calls. I'd had a couple consult calls here and there. And for me, that webinar that I did that was a total fail was My like wake up call to the way that I'm building my business is not working and I've done everything that I think is right. Like I studied marketing. I know so much about online marketing and marketing in general and I know a lot about sales. So I was like, clearly there's a disconnect because like I know all the strategies, I have all the opt-ins and the freebies and the website and the webinar and all these things. Like I had even been doing Facebook ads and was like, clearly there's a missing link. And that is when I decided to hire a coach. And that's when things really started to shift in my business. And that next month, I think I made almost 2000, um, from like $100 to like 2000 because of making that decision. So I think the way that I chose to look at that instead of deciding like this fail means that my business is never going to work, I decided to look at it in a very different way. And I encourage you all to do the same. When you fail, it is information. It does not mean that you can't hit your goals. That leads me right into the third rule of failing, which is don't think of this as you've either won or lost. So a lot of times we assess our failures and feel like we either got there or we didn't. So like, here's a perfect example, right? Of my retreat that I ran in the fall. I had two people decide to join me on my retreat. I had up to five spots that I was willing to sell. Luckily, The financial aspect of the retreat worked with two, even though I didn't have the five, which was great. I gave myself a good margin in my planning there, but I didn't think of that as I lost, I failed, like it it was a complete loss, right? It wasn't a win or loss situation. It was, okay, I got 40% of the way to my goal. And I see this a lot with my clients too, that they feel like it's either a yes or a no, and it's a very black and white thing. But a lot of times failure looks like getting part of the way there. So always remember that. Always remember every time we fail, there are always things that did work. We were always getting part of the way there. And if we have that perspective, we're able to really evaluate and learn. Speaking of number four, fourth rule of failing, get your money's worth in your lesson. This is something that I thought over the course of the past year that has served me so well. So when I would get someone on a consult and it would be a no (laughs) because of something I did and not just because it was genuinely not a good fit. There have been a couple of calls that I've had where the person has got on and they have already been a yes to me and I have been a very excited yes to them. And then something went weird on the call and they became a no and they didn't even really know why. They just knew that they were a no, like something I did totally turned them off and they could not put their finger on it. That happened a few times to me over the past year and... I was gonna say it feels embarrassing, I don't feel embarrassed at all. And this is really why the concept that I'm teaching you is why I didn't feel embarrassed or why I don't currently feel embarrassed is that I thought about the amount of money I charged at the time, like whatever the offer was that I made to them, I thought to myself, how can I get that much money worth from this lesson? Like imagine that I just paid $5,000, whatever it was, and now I have to get my money's worth. I have to get $5,000 worth of learning from this incident. (laughs) Like I have paid to get a lesson, to get value, to get some insight. I am going to look for that much worth of lesson. That has always really served me. It has always allowed me, instead of beating myself up for these situations that happened, it's allowed me to feel really grateful like, all right, I paid $5,000, where's my $5,000 of value and do that work to find it and really learn some deep lessons about calls. So I don't do that anymore. So that has been a really valuable thing. If you're kind of in that phase of figuring out consults and you're making mistakes, I highly encourage you to have that mindset. Um, and really about anything, right? Like get your money's worth out of your fails. Get the lessons, learn as much as you can from the things that don't work because that's truly what's gonna set you apart from other people when you try again, that you have gained the lessons. You're actually further along the next time you try than you were the first time because of all the things that you have learned. The second time that I did my New Year's planning event, I made thousands of dollars from it. I had hundreds of people register. I had over 20 people every day for five days showing up live. I got a lot of results from the second time around because of the lessons I learned from the first time around. Number five, don't rob yourself of a true fail by failing in advance. So a lot of times we freak ourselves out, we talk ourselves out and we fail in advance because we were so afraid of actually going through with it and failing. So I see this a lot, like I said, with my webinar that I did where nobody came I see a lot of people in the online space who will cancel their webinars and I I haven't done this myself so I can't say for sure why they do it. But I can tell you what it looks like to me as somebody who sees it happen and not when it's like I have a sick kid, I'm rescheduling, but like they just like quietly delete it and it disappears and you're like, "What? What happened?" I think for a lot of people it's like this freak out moment where you're like I wasn't getting the results that I wanted to get so I'm totally withdrawing I'm canceling it I'm shutting it down this could also look like you know if you were maybe on a call with a potential client and you had talked yourself into well they don't want to work with me anyway so then you don't even make them an offer even though they probably want to work with you that's why they're on the call so don't fail in advance by sabotaging it don't rob yourself of the potential of a true fail final rule of failing know that if you aren't failing you aren't playing big enough you should be failing truly there should be a lot of fails i during my design 2020 I was saying like there was a two or three month period of time. I think it was a two month period of time in my business where I sold 14 clients and I had 28 failed calls. So either the person who got on the call was a no for me, they were a no show, or they were just a no to me in general. 28 were failures, 14 were wins. I think a lot of us just think failure is a bad sign and trust me, those 28 no's didn't feel great. They were not what I wanted to be happening. I wasn't like, yay, I love this. But if you aren't putting yourself out there enough to fail, there is potential of yours that you're not tapping into. So I really encourage you to take away the stigma of failure, be willing to fail, be willing to be rejected, to be told no. I um, did some math recently and discovered that over the past two years, I got on over 250 consult calls and I was just amazed. Like I talked to over 250 people. In the past two years and I did not sign anywhere near that number of clients definitely less than half that number of clients I don't know the number off the top of my head but like way less than 250 clients and I was just playing big right like I was willing to get on so many calls I was willing to serve so many people And willing to fail hundreds of times so I think really question if you're not failing where are you holding back where are you not playing big enough where can you challenge yourself to take more risk something my coach said recently that made me very uncomfortable was this idea that the bigger the risks you're taking, the bigger the rewards you're gonna get, and the bigger the crashes you're gonna have. And I'm like, oh, I don't want any crashes. But I've been thinking about that a lot and thinking about how I've taken so many risks in my business that so many things that used to feel risky don't feel risky at all anymore. I make offers every day in my Facebook group. I get on Facebook Live every week and it feels just like totally normal and fine. I launched this podcast. I raised my rates a couple times this year. I've taken a lot of risks. I signed up for expensive coaching programs with my coach. The first time, I paid her $10,000. The second time, I paid her $25,000. These are risks, right? And they don't even feel like it because I've just developed such a deep trust in myself that I'm not going to judge myself no matter what happens. I'm not going to make it mean I can't hit my goals no matter what happens. I I know that it's not win-lose. There's always going to be progress, always things for me to learn, and that I get my money's worth no matter what I do, that I'm going to let myself fail for real and not do fake fails because I chickened out and that I'm going to be playing really big in the new year. All right, mamas. I hope that you're feeling a little bit more comfortable with failure or at least more willing to fail and to try and to take risks. I hope that you are inspired to play big in the new year and i can't wait to see what that means for all of you if you love this podcast the best christmas gift that you could give me today and this season is a rating and a review especially if you listen on apple podcasts because that is where i am most likely to see it that's where i listen to my podcasts. so head on over wherever you listen to your podcast give me a quick rating Or review I would love to hear your thoughts about the podcast and what impact it's had on you over this year that you've been listening all right mamas have a wonderful rest of your holiday season and the next time I talk to you will officially be in the new year if you like this podcast I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mama2ceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.